colors. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This your boy Flaw Seven Hundred, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Cigar. AKA your boy, Dump Some Goy. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Fresco Fame, or Famous in the Building. Whatever you choose, holla at your boy. Mm-hmm. And this is the Podcast Brothers episode 179. Doing a little quarantine thing. Staying safe. Mercer County. I was watching, Um, I was actually in a pizza shop earlier in the week. And it just so happens that the president was on TV and he was talking about how New Jersey was a hot zone, a hot spot for the corona. and um, For the China virus. Yeah, if that's what he would say. <laughs> I remember... China. It's from China. I remember when they asked him, you know, why would he say that? And he just was like, well, I'm pretty sure they would agree with me. Fucking <laughs> 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 asshole, man. He's a nut. So, man, what's this? Like, week five, we are in basically in this situation. I don't even know if I can ask you, like, how's your week? How's your week? I how's didn't your, have a week, bro. How's your mental health? How was? How are you holding up? Are you running out of things to do? Uh, it depends on what day it is, honestly. But for the most part, now I'm staying pretty occupied. But um, it's more so in moments where it's like, all right, man, I'm ready to get the hell out of here. So are you? Oh, I gotta do something. So are you gonna be? So so what is what does it look like for you when it's all over? Like when they say, "Hey, everything's lifted," are you gonna be one of the ones that just goes outside immediately, or, or are you gonna be the one one of the ones that I, like stagger behind? Like I'm gonna let y'all. I do probably won't go nowhere. I probably won't go nowhere for a minute, bro. <laughs> right. I'm probably gonna keep it chill for for a super minute after it after they get an a okay because it's not gonna be all 100 when it's you know as soon as they say it's cool. So. You know, I got to allow some time. It's like when a new iPhone come out, I never really try to get it when it first come out because of the first few defectives. I don't know to get the phone with the bugs or nothing like that. Right. So same with this little quarantine joint. It might still be kind of lingering a little bit before uh, it's actually all good. So I'll take an extra week or so. I mean, but it ain't even though it'll be open, it is shit. You got to spend money to figure out what you want to do. Like, yeah. That's kind of like the new PlayStation 5 coming out. I'm sitting here thinking, do I want to get it as soon as it drop? Those be the ones that give you the most problems. But if you wait, right. you know what I mean? You might get the best They'll get rid system. of the bugs and all of that, and mm-hmm. then you'll be good. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, so what are you doing, though? Like you're saying, you might be running out of things to do depending on the day. I, know, I see you finally got into Ozark. I mean, I finished that shit. Tell me, okay. Well, <laughs> tell me about it I because and finished it. yeah, how was it? I thought it was fire, Marty, my boy. I, that's what I was. Remember, I was telling you about that. I was just like, "Yo, yeah. man, go Marty." Like, I be looking at them, seeing how they be moving. Don't get me wrong, Marty is a bit of a nut. You can't take everything from so Marty. He's a ghost. <laughs> 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 the hell, <laughs> he a bigger ghost is a bigger nut than Marty. That's for sure. Yeah, but ghost looks cool though. Like Marty just looks ah. like. Marty just looks like he does not yeah, everyday white man. Yeah, but he, he he figures it out and he be he be trying to tell Wendy like Wendy we can't do that. Because no matter what right. Wendy wants to do, that just means more work for Marty. More work for Marty, right. <laughs> right. 
And now so you, I'm watching it. Yeah. As I'm watching it, the parts they had, um, Marty got kidnapped, and I'm like, damn, how they gonna do my boy like that? He been doing mad good. So they take him and they force the woman to launder the money without Marty's help, and then the Fed froze the account, and nobody can get it unfrozen but Marty. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a good series though. I um I think Wendy's brother is a nut bag. That nigga was super crazy. But they told him that though. Like we, but honestly, I don't recall him from the other two seasons because when I first he wasn't in them. Okay, because when I first turned it on, I was like, maybe I should have went back because you know sometimes people like right. to go back and you know relive the seasons. So when the new season comes on. You all caught yeah, up. Fresh. When it came yeah. on, third when season three came on, I was like, "Damn, who that again?" So I had to get in my bag on my own. But um, so yeah, I thought he was from prior episodes. And now they was telling us how he was a nut and how if he gets off his meds, it's a no go. So they tried to tell him, like Marty, did. Marty ain't did nobody wrong yet. <laughs> you might not yeah, like. He him. has not. He you really might, hasn't. <laughs> you might not like his approach. You might not like the way he's telling it to you, but he's really like, <laughs> like that time when yeah, um when um the family from season one stole the money. He just was like, "Yo, you might want to get that right, money back." The like, yeah, like he wasn't shit with him. Like, "Yo, you you want to get that money back?" Because the person that had that money you took, he ain't nothing to play with. Like he was right, dead right. ass. No right. one he's gonna he's get. Like- <laughs> The little kid on the way, he was like, hey, I'm sorry about your daughter. He's like, not good enough. <laughs> not good enough, but okay. <laughs> Yo, he's he's a one hell of an actor. Like, even though he might... Nah, he really is. Yeah. even I like I like Jason Bateman. Yeah. He might play sarcastic. He might be that like, sarcastic actor in all his films and shows, but he gets it off so well. Like, only he can do that. <laughs> right. He really does. I like I like him, and his serious scenes are really in tune too. Like, I like, I don't know. He's just he, he he does a really good job on screen. Right, me being a fan of like Will Ferrell, things like that, of that like dark humor, that dry humor. He's he's the guy right. that he he can be dead ass serious and just make you laugh by his. Yeah, um, him and there's <laughs> only two people I can think of that got it like that. That's him and Steve Carroll. <laughs> him and Steve Carroll, funny as hell without trying. So um so so you thought the show, you thought the show was fire. Like yo, as it was yeah, going, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, as yeah, I it, thought it was amazing. As it was going off, I'm like, yo, what is what, like what's going to happen? I w- I really wasn't ready for that ending, and it's cool. I think we can talk about it because Ozark's been out for like three weeks now, fam. Yeah, it's been out for a while. It's not I like was late to the party. Yeah, and I and that was so that Ozark is your Game of Thrones, like vice versa. How you was like, yo, you need to watch it, you need to watch it. And I'm like, nah, I get to it, right. I get to it. Then when I got to it, I was like, this is fire. And that's what Ozark uh, is for you. Game of Thrones is way better than Ozark, but I get what you're saying. I'm not comparing the shows. And Ozark is- I'm just our- saying, I'm just saying, it was, it was more vital for you to watch Game of Thrones than it was for me to watch Ozark. Well, with the times that we in right now, Ozark gets the job done. Ozark- you forget, like, you might not want to... If Ozark is on and you haven't watched it and they lift up the band, you might not still step out because you want to finish Ozark. Nah, I probably would have left. Nah, nah. <laughs> Ozark, is, the hell out of here, bro. Ozark is what the doctor ordered. Um, How's my mental health and week, you ask? So today, yeah. 
is the first day I re-up on my plant-based diet. Um, being that I'm working from home and then when the work shift over, I'm still in the home. It's kind of like you're not really as... Right. Um, Productive as you would like to right. be. Right, like you're sitting down a lot. And um, I, found my, I found myself ordering out a lot, like spending like a lot of money per day, like doing the Grubhub thing and just ordering food. So mm-hmm. food costs more money now that you're ordering out. Like something that might right. cost 20 will cost you 40 now because Grubhub got to add on their fees. Niggas got to get paid. And then when you get the food, it ain't even hot. I had Damn, for real? facts. It ain't even hot. First off, let me tell you how it all started, like. Cause I've been out at Grubhub like two weeks in a row. Like I was, I don't know why, but I was just on my thing. The first time I mm-hmm. ordered, the first time I ordered Grubhub, I checked my app to see where the driver was at, and it was just like, "Yo, the driver has delivered your food." So I called him. I'm like, "Yo, fam, you ain't delivered my food. Where my food at? Like you, you, you lying?" He was like, "It's on the porch." I said, "What the? What you mean it's on the porch?" Now me, you left your food on the porch, but. I didn't understand there's a no contact um, option you can select on the app. I must have selected it. But my thing is, fam, at least send me the text or something to say, hey, your food is here. Right. Let me know. Let me know. So, But that was my first time doing that at all. Like, I didn't know that I selected no contact. So I goes downstairs on the porch and there was my food. But it was like, damn, like good thing I actually checked now. What if I was busy? Right. If you if you'd have just forgot about it completely, right. it would have been sitting there. Cause usually when the you cats would have got that. Right. Cause usually when you do delivery, either they call you and tell you they outside or they knock on the door. Now what if I got sidetracked and then looked up and been like, damn, it's been two hours. Where my food at? And then it was on the porch right. the whole time. <laughs> I've been mad as hell, wow. bro. Yeah, so bad as hell. They gotta give me a refund and all that. Like Right. So over time I started to get the drift. And it was just sometimes and it was just sometimes where I would order the food, I order dessert and the ice cream be melted. So you basically getting milk. Like milk in a in a crate. Yeah, so it was just like, yo, fam, why am I doing this? Um certain foods, you ask for beef bacon, they bring you turkey bacon. I had this one order, right? This person was supposed to pick my food up. I had ordered ordered my thing, and I checked the app to see where the driver was. And it's and it, once again it says the driver has delivered your food. So I said, okay, I know what you did. I goes out on the porch. There is no food. So I call. Wow. I call the store. My man was like, yo, before you say anything, call Grubhub because this person hasn't came to pick your food up. I said. Wow. He said he hasn't called to come to pick your food up? He or she. They they haven't came. So the person that was scheduled to pick up my food never came. They just canceled the order, but instead of canceling it and getting deducted, they said that they delivered it, which means Grubhub still paid them. But I wow. had to get I had to get up and go to the store and actually pick up my food. So you up, bro. Right. So I'm now talking to customer service Grubhub. And I'm telling like, yo, I ain't get my, your, your peoples ain't come through with the food. So they gave me a refund of their, of the fee. And mm-hmm. they was just like, yo, is there anything else we can do? I was like, nah, I'm good. But then I wrote back. I was just, cause I was hot. I forgot what I said. How, how, how are you communicating with them? Through customer service texts. 
Oh, okay. Customer Damn, service that's text. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they had fast response time because there's there's an airline, and I'm gonna speak on that in a little bit. Where if you want to reach them about you know what I mean a refund or something, they claim like you know what I mean they have limited call people working. A different number, right? Yep. So I was happy that Grubhub was response. Their response um, return to my response was very you know fast. Their response right. time, their very response prompt. time. Yeah. So yeah. they was like, "Is there anything else you want?" And I was just like, "Nah, I'm good." And I was like, you know what? Listen, man, I need to fire that uh, person that um messed up my order. Didn't pick it up. I forgot what I said. This mm-hmm. person will write me back and say, don't worry. This person will be punished. <laughs> I was like, punished? <laughs> I was, punished? Don't work for you? I was like, whoa. I like, that's a bit much. <laughs> like, I'm the one I'm the one that's mad. Like, you supposed to be talking Ooh, to me. Right. <laughs> Like, but you know, it, it kind of the person will be punished. Yeah, it kind of set me straight. I'm like punished. Like, whoa, okay, maybe we took this too far. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah, I wait a minute. Wait a minute. On the like, job, like, I just wanted my money back. Yeah, like, listen, let me get my shit off. You ain't gotta, <laughs> you ain't gotta like meet me at the same level of aggressiveness because you just passed me. Yeah, you said punished. A, like, don't worry. <laughs> like, what you gonna like? What you mean punished? Like, fire him or something? Right, you gonna fire him? Yeah, you gonna right. fire him? Because that 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 p word can go either way. So it really can. Right. So that was that. How do you plan on punishing this individual? Yeah, that's what I should have wrote back. But once I saw that word, I was like, oh, you know what? This is getting a little bit too rich for me. Too much for my blood. I think I'm gonna exit out this conversation. He was like, is that's that hilarious. all? I said, Yep, I'm good, fam. So uh um, mad expensive, ain't it? It was like fifteen dollars they had to refund me. And that's just for yeah. delivery. So after you buy the food, you add on fifteen dollars and then they still want you to tip the um driver. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and then, you should, and then you get your food and it's still cold. Right. Ice cream melted and the fries ain't hot. And what? listen, what are you going to do when the fries ain't hot no more? Fries is the one food yeah. that you cannot... You can't put them in a microwave. Right. You can't double back on fries. Yeah, you can you put... Really can't. You can save anything else. But once the fries get cold, it's a wrap, fam. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> fact. It's a wrap. Jesus, super fact. If any Ain't listen, nothing worse than reheated fries, especially fast food fries. I'm not reheating you know? them. None, none. Like once the fries ain't warm no more, hot or warm, it's a wrap. They're done. So here I am spending almost forty dollars for a meal that I so so enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So 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 enjoyed. So Jeez. so enjoyed. So yeah, some of that cool. went into my process my thought process of you know i mean just turning vegan you know i ordered my food from this app where they prepare your food for you for like a hundred dollars a week and i said but when you spend 60 80 to 100 dollars a day because think about it that was just that was just dinner like i still was ordering breakfast the kids hungry y'all want something too like you like you understand what i'm saying like yeah, I looked true. at my account and saw, okay, $30 here, $40 there. But when you spend it like that, you don't see the bread till you do the math. And you like, yo, right? I can just spend $100 in one day and have five meals for the week. Or I could spend $30 to $40 per meal, like per order, and just keep doing it. And number one, right. the food ain't even up to par. I can see if this was the greatest. like I, The greatest man. dish you had, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the crazy yeah, super you on that. The crazy part be when you be like, yo, I'm about to be vegan. I'm about to get me one more burger. 
It'd be the worst burger you ate. <laughs> like, yo, this wasn't even good. <laughs> but it's playing mind tricks on you because it's like, nah, I need another one because that's not how I want to go out. <laughs> I want to yo, go out with it. That's crazy, though. And then you get it and then you get that second one and then you fool or it don't hit you the way you wanted it to. Yo, they never, I don't care what business you in, I don't, I don't care what food business you in, they don't ever, ever do what the same. Like the other day, a few, nah. a few days ago, I had ordered a pizza for the kids. And I do uh-huh. a special thing with Domino's. So mom wanted a slice. She said, damn, like that's that's some good pizza. Order me, order me one. So I ordered the same exact pie. They did not. Whoever made mine, somebody else had to make this one a little different. Because she just was like, that wasn't the, it, like it was the same, but it did it, it wasn't like yours. Y'all, you ordered your piece on a, on a shift rotation, nigga. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's what exactly that happened. Yeah, like you like you order. A pizza and depends on who makes it, man. Like, you know what I mean, put some yeah. extra cheese. Yeah. So that is what it is with that. So today I'm starting my vegan diet. What does that consist of? Well, it's plant based, so no meats, no no animal products. And I'm going to try my best to consume just more healthy stuff, more vegetables, more fruits, um, more plant based foods. I'm not I'm not one of them dudes that's going to Substitute burgers, substitute pizza, substitute mac and cheese. Like I'm not going to be eating vegan mac and cheese. I ain't doing that. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Like I've watched people make cheese on the internet, and to me, it's not cheese. Just because it looks gooey, or just because it looks right. yellow, it's not cheese. It's not cheese. <laughs> like st- stop that. I'm not going to be that guy. Just give me what you. Because I used to eat for pleasure. Now I'm mm-hmm. eating for health. So when I get okay. the food, when I get the food that I'm going to get, I'm just going to eat. I'm just going to eat it. It is what it is like that. I'm going to just eat when I get hungry or whatever's available. <laughs> well, maybe it's just, you know, it, it's just not your time yet. You know. Not yet. Yeah. Nah. Not yet. I, I think about it, though. I do think about often and healthy eating and stepping my cardio up and all that good shit like that. I don't really care for lifting weights, but I do want to improve my cardio. Yeah, people people will tell you, you can have so many conversations with people, but if you're not ready to really receive it, it's just not for you. Like, I, I, right. I could have went vegan a long time ago. I just didn't want to. Now I think I'm ready for it. You know, I'm not, I'm getting older, you know what I'm saying? And being is that I'm not moving around like I was, and you mm-hmm. always ordering out and eating that crap, and you just sitting there. And now you sitting right. You sitting still now and ain't getting none of that off you. No matter what workout I do, it's not going to trump eating bad. You know they'll they'll tell you you it starts in the kitchen, fam. It starts in the kitchen. You can work out all you want, and you're gonna see some gains. But you'll see more gains when you take care. Of you eat right. Diet. Yeah, when you eat right. Factory. So, so, so with that being said, and there's nothing. Going on in the world besides the coronavirus, nothing, bro. And everybody's talking about that. So I want to just do talk about something different. And one thing that I wanted to talk about was for the simple fact is that you know being parents, being fathers in the year twenty twenty, um, raising our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I came across an article and this had and it had to be refreshed in my memory because I remember it happening. I just didn't pay it no mind. But Willow Will Smith, you know, raising his kids and people be like, yo, man, like, 
you know, they look at Jaden Smith, they look at Willow Smith, and they, you know, they march to their own their, their own beat. Right, they and march to the beat of their own drum. Some people can look at it like, you know, Will Smith doesn't have control of his family, or he just lets them do what they want. Now, you're kind of in like a odd spot because, you know, there's no right or wrong way to raise your children, especially if you're not hurting them. Right. You know, if you're hurting them, then yeah. But there's no right or wrong way to raise your children. But we know what we know from the past, and we try to imitate that. But at the same time, right. understanding what's going on today, you make a little bit of adjustments. So the example right. that I got from Will Smith was Willow Smith had just did the whip their hair. The, the, I whip my hair back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, I knew you knew that because I forgot about it. <laughs> and Willow Smith and Will Smith had signed a contract with Rock Nation, I think. I don't know if it was Rockefeller or Rock Nation, but it was a while ago. But it right. was basically they were signed to Jay Z. Willow yeah. had a, Willow had a hit. She had a hit. Yep, definitely did. Now what happened was Willow, you know, she was a kid. So in her mind, you know, I'm bored. Well, I don't want to do this no more. I quit. What Father Will and Business Will was trying to teach his daughter was you can't start something and stop. Which right. there's nothing wrong. Especially if you sign a contract. You sign a contract. It's nothing wrong with telling your children once you start something, you complete it. Now, once you're done, if you want to quit it then, that's right. on you. Then that's something else. Yeah. But you just made a commitment. So then, legend has it, Willow Smith, when Willow Smith got home, she shaved her head bald and protested her dad. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to give Will Smith credit, more credit, for not flipping his top. But it also could come from him having Jada as a wife who's in the house and who could probably understand body language more than men, probably. You know, because we want... Probably, yeah. We want to know... She probably, she probably is tested with something... Yeah, what her daughter in regards to that before her dad did. He probably was thinking more business than, you know, how she felt about it. Right, because of what we were raised on. Now, I can watch so many movies and shows, right? And you have a son and the dad goes, man, I can't wait to play catch with my son. I can't wait to play basketball with my son. I can't wait for my son to go to this college. Or I've heard women say, I can't wait to have a daughter. So we can play tea party. So we can play dress up. So I can buy some cute clothes. So I can buy yeah, some cute true. clothes. Now, there's no crime in a parent visualizing that. Right. But sometimes it does come as a shock when your kid wants to do the complete opposite, you know? And I think that as a parent, it is definitely your job to manage them. And if they don't know what they're talking about, it's a thousand kind of percent. Tone it up. Yeah. But I don't believe in giving kids a thousand percent free range on anything. So basically back to the Will Smith thing. Willow Smith shaved her hair and, you know, Jada Smith. I'm I'm going to say Jada and Will, you know, J- Jada helped Will realize what was happening. It was a protest. And, you know, right. basically Willow and um, Jada been doing their own thing ever since, if not before. So with us being parents and raising kids out here, tell me what did you think it would be like? Has anything changed? And how do you, in like the way we're raising our kids these days, and do you think black fathers are afraid to be, to tell the truth, especially on social media, in fear of being judged? Um, 
Honestly, I'm going to say no. I don't think black fathers are afraid of being judged. Um, not the ones I know anyway. I know niggas going, you know, they going to stand on whatever it is that they feel for the most part. And, you know, everybody got an opinion on what somebody else should be doing with their kids, man. That's just how people's place. You know what I'm saying? Like, people just got to stick to what's for them. But I think he did. I think he did great. I think he did exactly what he was supposed to do. You know, his daughter. Yeah, she didn't want to do it no more. So you can't force her to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that probably, at that point, it goes past, like, music and the career type shit. Now you're affecting your relationship personally with your daughter because you you don't want to be on no Joe Jackson and shit. It's like, (laughs) that ain't ain't going to get you far if you want, if the goal is to establish a relationship or a further bond with your kid. But if you just want to, you know, get out there and sing and dance and eat the cake like Tina Turner, then you ain't really going to give a shit about the rebelling. Right. Joe Jackson probably would have made her do a song about being bald. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And yeah, like, sh- shout out to Will Smith for, uh, you know, understanding and listening to his wife. Cause if it was somebody like Joe Jackson, uh, RIP to Joe Jackson, he might have been like telling his wife, because you know, back in the day, them old heads, shut up. Like t- telling his right. wife to shut up. She don't know what she's talking this about. This is what it takes. This, this is what it takes to be great. Yeah, this is my house. I pay the bills here. These kids are going to do what I say. Because right, that's, exactly, that that's exactly what he did to the to the Jacksons. Now, it birthed the greatest entertainer of all time. What might be right. Mike if Joe didn't be, if Joe wasn't Joe, don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Don't know. He had, like, you can have all the talent in the world. Because it's like. Right, you, but you, you need somebody to push you. You Joe Jackson. You need somebody that know the business. Right. Because at one time, I forgot who was the lead singer, but Joe saw something in Mike. And he had pushed right. one of the brothers to the back and then put Mike in the front, which caused some tension. But obviously, Joe saw something. So Joe goes, right. listen, I mean, if you're not going to sing and dance, what are you going to do? Like, this is your thing. No, you can't go play with mice. No, you can't go play with rats. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, nigga, put them dirty ass rodents down and like, bring your ass like, to rehearsal. Boy, what the fuck is you doing? Like, yo, we got rehearsal. Like, it, but it birthed an artist who possibly made billions of dollars. Like, like I don't know if he had it liquid, but Mike is worth a lot of money, and it cost a lot of people. But I mean. That was the way of the past. So in a sense, right. okay, the universe is moving in a different direction. But how do you know? Like, because you think you're being a great parent by saying, hey, kids, you have to finish what you started. You can't say, hey, dad, right. I want to play baseball. And in week two, I quit. How do you handle right. that? How do you handle that, though? It depends on how much he asks me. <laughs> if he begged me like a mug to play baseball and... The registration fee was steep, and now he don't want to do it after the first game. Nah, bro, you you playing baseball, <laughs> right? Because guess who got to buy the cleats? Me. Guess who right. got to buy buy the 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 baseball mitten and the bat? Pay for the uniform, right. and like you say, the registration fee, and now you don't want right. to play all of that. Now you don't want to play after you just begged me for three months to do all of this. I didn't want to do it for you because I knew you wasn't going to finish. Right. And now who you are proving me right? So it's definitely a thin line. When it comes to parenting our kids at this age, for the simple fact of sometimes I think parents of the past and probably our generation, I don't think our generation so much, but the generation before us, 
the parents go, well, I didn't go to college, so I want you to go to college, you know, and you see kids say, I'm the first person to graduate with these honors. Or you right. see parents run a business and you want the kid, the business to be passed to down to the right. And the kid says, right. I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Which is kind of like a thin, it's, it's, it's hard to actually have those conversations really because you got to look from both sides. Mm-hmm. You're able, you're like, you're privileged because of this business. Generational wealth. Right. But sometimes when you're born privilege you don't understand that there's still work that needs to be done i can't right i can't and i don't just want to hand this business off just to anybody it will be well i think i think in that regard like I, if i started a business i would definitely want my son to you know take over the business at my speed when it's time for me to you know retire or whatever but at the same time i can't expect my son to want to pour himself into the business the same way that i did so you got to have a steward or some type of, uh, you know, somebody that you trust as much as you would your son that you can groom so that, you know, your business in good place is in good hands in, in the event that your son don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? When it's time for you to give it up. Yeah. I was not was, but I'm still in like the real estate business. And, you know, one of the things I do is I look for properties that I can get for dirt cheap and do my thing with them. And one of the um, people I ran into was, you know, an older, a son, basically. And his mm-hmm. mother, his mother is, um, you know, she's getting too old to be doing what she's doing. And listening to this, listening to their story, the goal was for the son to take over everything. But the son right. don't want to do it. So now the mother who put all this hard work into being a landlord and owning property has to sell her properties off because the son does not want to take over. You understand what I'm saying? So right. sometimes, and this is where a lot of us get tripped tripped up up over. You know, when you're born with nothing, you wish you had something. It's always like that reverse thing. Man, I wish my right. dad, I wish my mom owned this and we'd be balling right now if we did. But then when you do right. have that situation, the kids kind of rebel and they say, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. But in a sense, you wouldn't be able to have those options to do that if we didn't have this. So I'm right. torn between, you know, people just doing what they want to do and not doing what they have to do. Because sometimes, a lot of times when you start a business, right? First off, a lot of us would love to sit around and do nothing and be happy and still have right. and still bring money in. So we got to knock that out. But sometimes, most times... We're doing what we're doing so we can create generational wealth. Now you want to find Some what type you, of wealth. Right. Now you want to find what you love what you love to do. And that might be something that you love. Owning laundromats might be might be it might be just be something to do to bring in revenue. And then you go, hey right. son, hey daughter, I own these laundromats. I'm gonna pass them on to you. And the kids say, I don't want to do that. It's not necessarily supposed to everything not supposed to be fun. You get what I'm saying? Like there's a reason why there's a reason why I'm passing this to you. Everybody else doesn't have things that they can be passed down to. So that's true, yeah. yeah, And it's also it's it's hard to know the value of that. You know what I'm saying? When you're young, right? It's hard to know the value of somebody handing you their business. Like as an adult, yeah, I get it. But as a kid, I probably wouldn't understood too much. 
Like, I don't know why my dad wanted me to have that weak ass shop. It's like <laughs> I don't want to do that shit. Yeah, like yo, son, I own this barber shop, man. Like yo, this is my shop. This has helped me put you through college or whatever it was. Like everything you, everything you have, this business helped me get it, and I want to give it to you so you can have something for your son. That right. is a father or a mother's dream. So yeah, can you imagine how it definitely goes? Yeah, so you can imagine how it feels when your kid be like, I don't want nothing to do with that. So what are you going to do? But that's something you got to touch. I think that's something that you got to talk to your kid about leading up to. I don't think you just kind of retire and be like, yeah, kid, I want to give you, I want you to take this shit over for me. Like, you kind of got to talk through them, with them through it, you know what I'm saying, as they growing up and you and they watch you conduct business at the, at the same time. You know what I'm saying? I actually watched plenty of television shows. Like, I'm watching The Sopranos. I forgot why I didn't bring but I'm watching The Sopranos, right? And growing up, you can see, like, the father has... You know what I mean? Like, already put it in their kids what they want to do. Like, or not even the Sopranos. Like, you went to a college. Remember that? Remember that sports team or that player that picked a different college and his mom flipped out on live on TV? Right. You know what I mean? It's stuff right. like that. Yeah. And as a parent, you like, yo, man, I want you to go to this college. I want you to be the first kid to do this. And your kid, and, and, mm-hmm. and you're telling your kid this from the time that they can hear your voice. And then they grow up to do something different. So even though I agree with you, you have to have that conversation. But you can tell your kid till they blew in the face on what your expectations are for them, and they're still going to do what they want to do. Why? Because the kid. I mean, yeah, that's because the kid is his own person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that cute shit. I want you to be like daddy when you're three years old is cool. But when that kid is now 23, and it's like that, I, I have no desire to do anything that you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to accept that. I think that's just a part of the curve. It's hard to just, to, to me, it's just hard to just accept that because you think you're doing the right things. That's what I'm saying. Because a parent goes, well, a, a parent goes, I had it rough. My kids right. aren't going to have it rough. I'm going to make sure you get the best things. Now, the best things to me might not be the best things for you. So right. when you say you just have to accept it, you go as a parent, like, well, what am I doing wrong? I'm giving you everything. All you got to do. I don't, th- I don't think so. I don't think, I think, I don't think it's necessarily anything wrong. It's just realizing your kid is a, is a grown up now and having it, his or her own agenda and his own set of things that interest him or her to, you know what I'm saying? Reach that next level. Yeah. I think that it's, of course, as a parent, you want your kid to follow in your footsteps kind of when you giving them something that you're, you know is going to benefit them. But at the same time, if they don't want it, they simply just don't want it. And you don't want to give your business to a person that don't want it. But just You won't have no business soon enough. So what do you, in this day and age, did it ever cross your mind to have stuff pre, like, medic, like pre-planned for your kids? Or have you, or you just like, it is what it is? Um, I try to pre-plan as much as possible, but like what, for the most part, school? it's like, it is what it is. No, I mean, like, school, um, just as far as his lessons, is, is what he's exposed to and what he learns. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just want him to um, have more insight than I did when I was his age. I felt blind, blindsided by a lot of stuff that was going on in the world when, you know, I was a young kid or just not, not aware or naive. And I don't want that for him. I want him to be more aware and, you know, just cautious of his surroundings and stuff like that and 
be more uh, aware of what he's getting himself into with certain stuff. Yeah, like me, I never really put it in. I, I never told my kids this, but in my in, in my mind, in my head, you know, I, I definitely wanted my, especially my son, to because he because he was my first, so he was it was the first. You know, what I mean, he, he was the first one for me to put these plans and motions in my head. But I wanted him to go through the whole school thing at a better rate than I did. Like I, I just went through it. I wanted him to go to the proms. I wanted him to go to the right. dances. I wanted him to take. Want to be involved, right? I wanted him to do to play the sports. Like one thing that I checked off of my list when my son did finally first got into uh, sports, he was played t ball. He played baseball. He played basketball. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, once again, this is these are things I just wasn't saying to him. Like, yo, son, I want you to play basketball. Once he got into these sports and he did organize activities, it meant the world to me because I'm like you, like son. As an adult, me being in my 30s or 20s, whatever, however I was when he was got into his organization, organized sports, I said, son, you're already all to a better start than me. So even, right. I, I don't care what what parent you are, you're still going to compare yourself to the kid and want better for them. Because you, because, and, and sometimes it's personal. I didn't do this, so I'm going to make sure you do this. Like, right. I, I just didn't beat it over their heads. So yeah, my son... He got into organized sports. Never did organized sports. I, to me, I'm like, son, you're already off to the best start. Today, mm-hmm. now the coronavirus has, man, messed so much, so much up, especially with the seniors in high school. But today, I was seeing For so real. many kids post their senior pictures. So I text my son. I was like, yo, did you get your senior pictures yet? And he was like, not yet. I text him because I didn't take senior pictures. Like I just was out of it my senior year. So right. when I see his senior pictures, like that's gonna set like fan, like you're like he doesn't that's gonna be an accomplishment to you. That's a moment. Right. He doesn't understand yeah. how he's already exceeded me. Now right. the coronavirus has put a halt or even stopped, because I don't even know if the kids are gonna graduate. Well, no, no, no. They're gonna graduate. I don't know if they're gonna walk. Whether he walks uh, or not. Or they are going to walk? They are? Are you asking me? Yeah. I don't know. As of right now, you we can't have that kind of a get together. Like, so. Well, that's true, yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do. Either they're going to do it online or whatever. But him having his gown and cap, walking or not, is still more than I did. I didn't walk. I didn't get a can. I did not care. So when he walks down, He's or when he gets his cap and gown, he's already exceeded me. He's already sat right. with colleges and talked to them. Son, you've already exceeded me. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So it's it's natural for a parent to have expectations for their kid based on your failures, your mistakes, because you've lived the life. So now yeah, that makes that makes super sense. I just think that you know, even with that, even with as much sense as that makes, you have to be open to that kid thinking and doing what he wants, he or she wants to do. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's like saying, see, the situation didn't happen, but that's like saying, okay, I didn't walk down, I didn't walk down, right, the aisle to graduate. And what if my son, right. I saw him turn in the direction that I was turning in? I would have had that conversation with him. Like it's it's it's, oh, it's I so see what you're saying, yeah right. right. So now there's like there is a bad and a good way to do it. 
telling a kid at the age of five what high, what college they're going to go to, telling a kid at the age of six what business he's going to run. Yeah, it's wrong. You know what I mean, but at the end of the day, we still have selfish um, ambitions, ambitions for our kids. Yeah. We do. I want you to be better than me. And not only better than me, I've lived a life already. So I know what it's like. Right. Oh, you got your little girlfriend at 18? No, you don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's okay. Right. You really don't. You right. really don't. This ain't you nothing. You really don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. That bitch be going in six months. You'll yeah. be going with somebody else. But okay. Yeah. Same, man. Oh, you think this the one, huh? Nah. I highly doubt right. it. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's okay. Yo, but ain't that funny, though? Because when, when motherfuckers used to tell you that as a kid, you're like, you don't know what the fuck you talk about. I love this girl. <laughs> I don't remember. Well, I don't remember having that conversation. But, right. I, but I doubt that I did not, though. I just don't remember having it. I just know that my kids never had a me. No, I, I just remember I didn't have a me. Like, everything my kids do, I'm over their shoulder like, okay, that's what you're doing. How about we do this? Like, I'm literally a manager like, do what you're going to do. Come back. Tell me how you did it. Like, my daughter, once again, she started her own business. She's she doing hair. She, she, did a few hairs mm-hmm. for, she did a few hairs for free. Okay, cool. But we're not going to do that again. Nah. Like, yeah, like, we're not going to do that again. Like, don't let people use you. So here I am telling her, listen, it be your friends and family. That's going to snake you the worst. Right. Yeah, this is true. This is stuff you got to know. Right. So that you won't get blindsided. Right. She was going to make a wig for a young lady, a friend, a family, whatever. I don't remember. So I started tweeting like, yo, I need help. Like, how much does a wig, how how much do people charge for a wig? So when I got the numbers back, I was like, hey, this is what you need to do. Tell your friend that or whoever she was making a wig for. So she inboxed old girl about how much it was. Old girl never reached back. So I'm here to tell you. No hand. And she already made it? No, no, no. She didn't make it. Oh. You know oh, yeah, but she got to know. In business, you're going to get a lot of flakies, people who going to say they want to do business, but don't have no intentions of doing business. Right. But then again, I'm different. I'm not over my kids' heads telling them what they have to do. I let my two oldest figure out what they want to do, and they're very passionate in what they do, but I'm here to manage it. So, you know, lucky for me, I just wasn't one of them guys. Oh, you're going to be the you're gonna be the first minor to graduate college. I don't know if any one of us... Like a minor, like I know Dean. Uh, shout out to Dean McLeese. He graduated uh, college, but you know he's right. McLeese. Shout out to King Dean. Yeah, right. I don't know if a minor. Like I wasn't one of them dudes. Are you going to be the first minor to do this? Nah, fam. We we ain't got to do all that. I feel you. That makes sense. We definitely ain't got to do all of that. Um, Man, it's crazy though when you think about it. How much different that it really is between then and now with with kids and everything that they're exposed to and what we weren't exposed to when we were when we was kids. I don't know how to work a cell phone at three better than I did when I was nineteen. Like it's a fact, but we still got to manage them, and that's and that's and that's my biggest thing. I don't believe right. in telling a kid where they should go, who they should love, any anything. But you manage it. Right. I don't care who you love. But at 18. Who do you love? I don't care who you love. But at a certain age, at a certain level, you you ain't going to be ready for it. Right. I don't care if you came and you said, yo, dad, I, I like two girls at one. I don't care. It, it, either not either one of them ain't, ain't for you right now. Not right now. Because nope. right either now, one bro. of you, either one of you really know. What you're doing. What you're doing. Right. Like, even right. if you do. Even if you do have the feeling, 
they're not sure how to act on it. Like it's it's adults on the ain't figured that shit out yet. Right. And you know my five I got a five year old son and I never forced him to do sports. But one thing he won't put down is a pen and paper. He loves to draw. Okay. Loves to draw. Okay, we figured that out early. You five, this is what you like. Say no more. So it is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's that's an interesting perspective. I didn't know he liked to draw. Yeah, but not everybody. He liked to draw like the color. But not everybody, once again, has that outlook on things. Like when it comes to raising your kids and you, you know, you're forcing them to do what you want to do. Like I was a football player, so you're gonna be a football player. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. no, Dad, I, I want to play volleyball. What do you mean you want to play volleyball? Like you, you right. nah, like volleyball. No that's what pussies. Yeah, like so. I mean, so shout out to like I said, I got this idea from Will Smith. Shout out to Will Smith for you know helping me out. Understand, like, yo, that's a nice gem you picked up because, like I say, a father before Will Smith probably would have flipped his top. What do you mean you don't want to make music no more? Like, this is what we do. Yeah. This, is a, this is a family of music. Like, the 70s dads was different, man. 70s yeah. black dads was just, like, mean as fuck. Like, I think it was, like, a rule of thumb back then. You had to be mean in order to, like, enforce, <laughs> you know, your authority in, in your house because them niggas was just... A different level of just angry for no reason. Like, yo, bro, why you so bad? Like, <laughs> relax. 70, and I ain't even, I ain't even had no dad, but but I know those seventies dads ain't play that shit. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy that we're definitely in this era, man. Because I would hate to be like a Joe Jackson type of dude, man. Like I say, even or though have, or have a Joe Jackson as your fucking parent. Ooh, can you imagine having a Joe Jackson as your parent? Like, yo, fam. Yo, he be whooping my ass, bro. Like, me and my dad would never get the fuck along. Like, <laughs> he be beating the shit out of me, straight up. Yeah. But that got, but, but stuff like that got people, like, afraid to be parents these days, though. Like, you can still be, like, be a, be a parent. But don't think the second you raise your voice at your child or put them on punishment that they're, they're no longer your kid. I hate that. Right. No or that when you're yelling at them, that you, it means something. Like, hey. Like, come on, fam. Like, you listen, you can yell at your kids, fam. You're not going to lose them. Like, people really are raising their children total opposite of what their parents did, but it's not, it's not all that. All of that's not necessary. Like, right. be honest really with not. you. You deserve those beatings and punishments and to be yelled at, fam. A lot of times, like, right, right. yeah, <laughs> like, sometimes you deserve it, fam. Don't blame it on your parent. You was just a little shit. I got the worst ass whipping. When I threw some, like, I forgot what it was. I think it was spaghetti, but I ain't want it. Boy, man, look, Aunt Stephanie tore me up. What she, What you do, throw it away? I No, I I think I just flipped the plate upside down in the sink. So when it was time to do the in dishes. The sink? Yeah, that's what I did, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't smart at all. It that wasn't. Was it, fam, it was a nervous move because I knew shit, I knew shit was going to hit the wall if I did this. So, you know, oh, you're not God. prepared for it, but I'm like, damn, I don't want this. So you don't throw it in the trash. You put this shit in the sink. I was not thinking. <laughs> I was not thinking clearly. Oh man, it wasn't a well That's thought a bad out time plan. To have a brain fart. It's a bad time to have a brain fart, bro. Yeah. That's hilarious. I got whipped severely, and I turned out all right. I ain't that bad. Did it's, you now? It's okay. <laughs> you ready to get into a little bit of uh, fresher fiasco? Let's do it. I'm gonna just start off off the top. On some um, fresher fiascos that I sent you. So here we go. You know what? Let's start with um, Black China. Black China 
Fresher fiasco, Black China is charging $250 for her to follow you back on Instagram and $950, $950 for a FaceTime call. Fresher fiasco. Um, I'm going to say fiasco. Had she would have did this maybe like four or five years ago when she was hot and she actually, like people actually like you know, like going to a page or whatever. She was like the new girl on Instagram or whatever. Maybe. But now we done seen your sex tape. We done seen you can't blow a meat to save your life. You know what I'm saying? We done seen you be. We done seen you do everything with Rob Kardashian on your TV show. We've seen every aspect of who you are as a person to not have to pay to fight for you to follow a nigga on Instagram. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, no. <laughs> no. Your level of exclusivity has been ran out. And even if you, if, you, if she was fresh or hot on the scene, like, like uh, when she first came out, niggas are not paying to get on no goddamn Instagram. Like, that's just it. Now, if you're talking OnlyFans or some shit like that, where you're going to be doing something extra than the average, then all right, well, maybe. But Instagram? Absolutely not. The age-old rule is don't knock the hustle. You can't knock the hustle. One or the other. But my right. thing is, if you're doing, if it does not involve a talent, I can hate on it all I want. This is true. I agree with that. When you're this desperate, this shows, listen, man, we're all in-house quarantining, if that's a word, right? If you have a yep. skill set, whatever it is, this is some. this is the time to work on it. Black China is not sitting behind. Black China is not working from home nine to five, eight to 10 hours a day to where she can't work on her craft. I'm sure she's sitting home trying to figure out how to make a buck. And the laziest right. thing you can do is just say, hey, charge, on Instagram. Charge, charge Instagram followers for a follow. It's no skill involved. This says a lot about nope. a person, fam. Either you dead ass lazy or you literally have no talent. Or you weak as shit. <laughs> right. And I think there is no such thing as anybody not having a talent. She's just lazy and weak as shit for this. I'm going to go fiasco. Fresh fiasco indeed. Fresh fiasco, man. Yaya Mayweather facing up to 99 years in prison. I'm going to um, go. I mean, yeah, I'll you start. go first. I'm going to go fresh. It's, okay. It'll scare. Uh, Floyd Mayweather money's long. She's not doing this time. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't think she will. I, I think that Mayweather has plenty enough money to make this go away. Um, okay. But I think that you need to put a little fear in these privileged kids. And these, and this is kind of like something that we talked on about when your parents bust their ass for a good life for you, and kids just want to do what they want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. And and maybe it's maybe if this was somebody else, I'd have a little bit of sympathy. But she's chasing around that mumble mouth NBA young boy. He looks NBA young boy. He looks like a younger version of Bubba Gump. I mean, uh, Bubba, <laughs> not Bubba Gump, but uh, Bubba, um, Bubba from Forrest Gump. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm sorry, but out of all the things in the world. She could be doing. She's chasing around NBA young boy, and I've never been. And personally, me, I've never been a fan of young rappers taking dating serious. To me, I just don't. 
Right. Like I agree. Like you just got in the game. Like you was just dead broken poor. You get on the game, you start getting money, and the first thing you do is settle and down. The first thing you do is get a girl, right? Yeah, but the first thing you do is get a girl. No, fam. Like you, this is what happens. Now a young lady could face up to almost a hundred years in prison. Luckily, her dad is Floyd Mayweather, and I think she'll mm-hmm. get out of it. But once it, but on the flip side to that as well, when you're Floyd Mayweather, that's, that's a bad thing too. When you're Floyd Mayweather, and you dedicate your life to making a fortune. You're really not there for your kids. So just because we know who her dad is doesn't mean the dad was in her life and she's and she's acting out like all kids do when the parent isn't around. So this is why I'm I'm happy I'm in my kids' life, man. This and also being in your kids' life don't mean that they're gonna be perfect, man. Like my kids right, can stab somebody. They can yeah. Still do yeah. Some my kids can stab somebody tomorrow, fam, and I think I do a good job of being a parent. It is what it is. But um, right, only thing you can do is be supportive in that moment. Like I didn't give them the okay to stab the motherfucker, yeah. but since it happened, I'm not going to be like I can't believe you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, well, right. I am, but just not all. You know, not in public. That shit happens behind closed doors. Yeah. So that's that. Which that's you- that's crazy though. But what was what's the story behind that? Why they uh what what actually the fuck happened? Why I, she stabbed Shorty? I guess she was in the crib. I think she went to go visit NBA young boy. An old girl was in the house. She blacked out and got to stabbing. I didn't do my research on the story, but apparently they were in the same facility somewhere. She saw. It might have been one of those, yo, when I see you, it's on type of things. I saw you. It was on. Like, like I got to I gotta be a woman of my word. I said what I said. I said when I see you, I'm popping off. I saw you. Damn, I got to pop off. I got to do something now. <laughs> so. They going to talk about me on the gram. Yeah. Yo, I'm kind of glad we didn't have Instagram in school, man. It was bad enough niggas doing BS, and you was worried about niggas finding out at school. But now, niggas got to worry about the whole internet finding out. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm going to let you finish, but I saw old girl, the one that got stabbed. She was just like, young uh-huh. fam, like, I did not ask for this. Like, can y'all please leave me alone? Like, I'm just a regular girl. Like, I don't want to be all over the internet. Like, because there's a generation under us that's more invested in this than us, and they know names that like they know addresses, like they know right. they know how to reach out to that demographic. So, right, she just want to be on the low, like she ain't asked for none of this. Like she getting stabbed, and now her name is all over social media, um, in a way that she didn't want. So yeah, you right. Can you imagine like going to school in our day when you was mad if the school found out? Can you imagine if the world found out something bad about you? The world found out. <laughs> Because I remember there was like this running joke about, you know, I don't know if it was ever true. It never happened. But stuff would get around the school like, yo, old girl gave this dude, gave young boy head behind the bleachers. That's just right. a running joke in the school. In the school, right. That was a living legend in the school. And that probably stressed young girl out in the school. But can you imagine right. on the internet? On the internet? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. I don't know, man. I hope my I hope I hope our kids don't really be bothered with too much of that stuff when they go to school, man. I don't know what the new hot thing gonna be when my son is in high school and stuff like that. But it may, it definitely makes me nervous to think about what type of um, you know traps can be set for him as he's trying to be a you know in school and you know be cool with the kids and shit like that. Yeah, he's gonna be part of a different generation. Like this generation, this is this is the twenty. 
this is their generation. Just son being the age that he's at, like our kids, our, our young ones, when they get to that age, it's going right. to be a whole different ball game. We're not going to even understand it. Like, yo, what Like what are y'all right. doing? I thought the kids before y'all was nuts, but y'all are nuttier. The nuttiest little niggas. Fresh a fiasco for that. What's your thoughts on that, though? Uh, it's a fiasco, man. It's a fiasco. It's just, um, wait, what was it again? Black China? No, this was Yaya. Wait, Yaya Mayweather. We talked. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. It's a uh, it's a fiasco, man. She um, you know, she young. She made a mistake. She just got to make better decisions. Um, it was OD. That young boy said, uh, "This is my house that I paid for, not old punk ass daddy." I don't know what Floyd had to do with this shit <laughs> for him to put him out there like that. <laughs> He but, sa- he's, you know. yeah, he sounds dumb as hell. Like, fam. Like, <laughs> nigga, what I, I'm like, nigga, what I do? Yeah, like, and, and I'm like, but, but who bought the bell her out of this trouble, though? Not yeah. you, NBA young boy. I know you for know a fact, NBA young boy ain't got that bell money. <laughs> he ain't got that bell money because he spent all his money on the house. A hundred years, bro? Yeah. That girl takes him 99 years, bro. Let's keep it going, man, with the young boys and, 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 and this dumb stuff. 50 Cent. Says he choose six nine over his own son. Fresher fiasco. Damn, that says a lot about your own kids. Um, ah, ah, that's tough for me, man. I don't like to comment on other people's family business. I don't know how a son and father's relationship can get so bad. I've seen you know, sons not like their dads before, but I've never really seen a dad not act like publicly voice how much he doesn't like his son. But I guess if we gonna allow the son to not like his dad, then, you know, I guess 50 got to be right to feel how he feel about his son. Um, And we all know who 50 is and how he voices himself. So I'd expect nothing less. It it does suck, though. I think uh, Marquise, his younger son's name is Marquise, I think he might have a you know, a couple of um, traumatic or psychological issues or a lot of hurt that he's holding on to from not having a relationship with his dad and all the BS that's come from him having to deal with that. Hopefully he's hella close with his mom because of it. Mm-hmm. But it's hard for me to call it either way. Um, I'm a firm believer in people, you know, feeling how they want to feel in regards to the situation and acting on it. So... I'm going I'm to call a draw on this one. Like, I would never do that to my son, but we talk about 50 Cent here. This nigga not exactly normal. So. I, th- I think that 50 Cent needs therapy. I'm going to go, it's it's a fiasco to say it. I don't think he means it because I think that 6 9 is a serious conversation that and 50 is from the streets, but I think that 50 is making fun of it because at the end of the day, if you live by the rules that 50 Cent and others live by, you 50, like, it's just speaking six nine in a high regard is something wrong, but I think Fifty Cent is such a troll slash comedian. This is the thing that people understand: a troll right. slash comedian. He might have like took it too far with this because there's people who really don't understand that Fifty Cent is just trolling. He would not take six nine over his own he really son would. because of what six nine did. Now, don't get me wrong; he might have got close to six nine because. Um, before he turned into a rat because once again being that he doesn't have a relationship with Marquise he fills that void in other places and it made me so upset when I saw this one lady tweet on 
Twitter, 50 Cent treats his mixed son better than he treats his black son. Wow. And you don't, you don't. It ain't got nothing to do with it. It don't got nothing to do with it. You don't know the story. Marquise right. was by 50 Cent's side when he first came out. He loved right. Marquise. He still loves Marquise. It's just the fact that something happened where communication broke down. And people also got to understand was 50's father wasn't in the picture, right? Typical story. But his mother mm-hmm. was the hustler. His mother was the mover. So his mother would drop him off to his grandparents' house. So you have a kid here who's never probably been shown any type of emotional love since birth. Right. He's only known aggressive shit. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So yep. he don't under he probably don't understand what it's like for people not to like him. Oh, you don't like me? It's fucked like that. That's probably again, and that's probably again why you know you see him being extra loving to his youngest son because of him probably not having those uh, experiences on how to express or show true love and messing it up or things going wrong with his his first son. So right now he like, all right, well that didn't I didn't know how to do this the first time and that went wrong. So. I got another kid. Let me try to be a little bit more into it so that I can have a better relationship with this kid than my first one. Now I got which f- is fine. Now I got four kids, right? But it's something about my one-year-old daughter. Like her love, a baby's love, is the purest form of love you could ever find. There was no right. adult. No, no better. Right, <laughs> right. They can't not. They, they cannot right. not love you because they like. Right. Like when my daughter reaches for me, when my daughter wants to be around me, that is the purest love I've ever felt in my life. And I've had it with all of my kids. But at right now, Agreed. I get it from my one-year-old, right? It's the purest love. Agree. So when you see 50 with his younger kid, and even though that kid might be, I think the kid like lost like two front teeth. So he might be like five, four or five. It's still a form of the purest love. Now, if that kid turns 10 and says, fuck you, dad, he's got right. hell to pay. You understand what I'm saying? Like, right, it's, right. Not that, yeah, it's not that he treats his mixed kid better because he's lighter. Is he hasn't no, said. Right. He hasn't said, fuck you, dad. Yet. He hasn't said, fuck you, dad. Yet. <laughs> when he if he does say that to 50 Cent. He's then going to understand. He's then going to fall into right. the same thing as of same hole that Marquise fell into. Right. Yeah. I do think that Fifty needs therapy for himself, and I think he needs therapy for his son and him because I just I personally don't think he understands that type of love, man. Like, like, yeah, like I think so. Too. I think he's dating, but once again. Is, like is, is he married? See, these are things you gotta look at. Like niggas ain't married. Niggas ain't really in love. Like, right. like they don't. We sometimes you don't know what love is because you've never had it. Like so, it is what it is, man. And at, and at the same time, Marquise is his dad's son, so he's got a little bit in him too. Like don't put all this. Right. Even though Fifth is the adult in this, and even though Marquise is an adult now, you're still me, fam. So we're fighting. A mirror match. And you gotta and you gotta show some respect too. Like I think it was like a situation where Fifty probably said disrespectful something disrespectful to the boy mom. To his mom, right. He probably got involved, like, yo, don't talk to my mom like that. And Fifty like, boy, who the fuck? Like Yeah. And probably was also shit like that. It might have been wrong, but I but if I remember fifty response was like I'm paying for everything. But but see that's sometimes what you equate love to. But at the same time, If I if if your mom has made millions of dollars in child support and when it runs out, I don't give her no more, 
Like, that's a man's dream. So you mad at me because I stopped giving your mom money? Like, that's... I don't know not one man who can't wait to get on child support when you turn 18. When you turn 18... <laughs> so if you're mad because I'm no longer providing for your mother... Like, like, that ain't got nothing to do with you, boy. You got to mind your business. And that's a whole other thing. What is Marquise doing? Is he a rapper? Is he right. a producer? Are you a baller? Is he in school? I don't hear, besides him and his dad beefing, I don't hear Marquise getting into that. And he has the green light. Now, I don't know if the mom spent all the money. But she once again, did. when your dad is 56, <laughs> yeah, when your dad is 56, like, it's no excuses for you not to be the best you can be, man. Kids need to let or their at least pay. have something big, you know what I'm saying, like going in your favor. Like kids need to, to stop. Whereas, yeah, kids need to stop picking sides and let their parents fight, man. Like stop trying to love one more than the other, man. Like, come on, fam. Last one before we get out of here, man. Fresher fiasco, man. Indian couple names twins. Let me start that over. Something like that. I put the S on that. Indian couple named twins, Corona and COVID. To put some positivity into the coronavirus outbreak. Let me start this one off by saying this is probably the most fiasco topic that I think I've ever put on here. People, <laughs> fam, people are dying. People are dying. And you think by naming your twins after the virus, there's going to bring positivity? You know how many people are celebrating their birthdays alone? You know how many right. people can't bury their relatives? They have to watch the funeral from a monitor? And you think yeah. by naming your kids yeah. this is going to bring positivity? So yeah. 10 years from now, or even when these kids are adults, and they say, my name is COVID, and they go, wait a minute, you, you, your name is, you're named after the virus <laughs> that killed my grandfather? You understand what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. <laughs> Yo, wait, your name COVID? Nigga, you killed my grandma. <laughs> like, like, oh my. What? Wow. So. <sighs> yeah, that's OD. I don't know what, that's an absolute fiasco. There's no way, there's no even, no debate about that. There's so many more names out there. <laughs> right. So many more names. You didn't have to make that shit up, bro. People are literally dying and you tried, and the positivity that you can, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't have to make that up, man. You could have, uh, you know, named that motherfucking John or Crystal or something, and it was would have got the same amount of love. I don't know what type of, I don't know if they thought the name was inspirational or I, I have no idea what gave these people the notion to hear that name and think, hey, I'm gonna name my kid that. Like that shit just don't make no sense. Somehow, some way, they thought that that was a positive. That was something that they could do to bring positivity to this situation and you can't by naming it after the goddamn virus. I'm going to name my kid. No, you really can't. I'm going to name my kid AIDS because... I'm going to name my kid fucking Ebola. Like, yeah. the fuck? I'm going to no, name, name my stuff. kid herpes. Like, come on, fam. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> yo, listen, man. Your grandfather had herpes. I'm going to name you after that because it's just a paying homage to your grandfather. Like, what the are you talking about, man? I just, yeah, that is the most. I wish I, I wish I had more answers for you, bro. That is, is just crazy. That is the most fiascoist topic to me, out of all the fiasco. And, and I can't remember all of all that we did, but it gets no worse. And I think that's a no-brainer, fan. Anybody that comes on and say, "Oh man, they're just being creative. Oh man, it's a positive look. Oh, man. like nah. you know how people come and nah. they try to take stuff and make it positive. Make it positive, right? Like, no, that's not positive. That's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Plain and simple. You got a uh, fuck is you doing? 
I do not. Mm. I got a fuck is you doing? You know what? Let me um, if I can remember. Hit him with it. Um, let me see if I can get. It. Oops, wrong one. Let me try to find it while I'm. <laughs> Shout out to JJ, man. Yo, I think it was Louisiana. What's the name of that movie? Um, where they had twenty four hours to kill who you wanted to kill. Uh, it's a lot of a couple movies like that, actually. It's at the top of my. It's. it's I. I draw a, a a blank. When who's in it? It's basically nobody's. But they have 24 hours to kill who you want to kill, and then the world goes back to normal after that horn sounds. Oh, you talk, oh, The Purge. The Purge, fan. I, I don't know, fan. I just be uh, using The Purge. So I'm about to Google it while um, I'm going to talk about it because, okay, here it is. The Purge siren was used to signal curfew in Louisiana, and the police apologize. Wow. What the fuck are you guys doing? Because the police did it? Wow. We're walking around with masks on as it is. You know what it's like to walk into a store with a mask on? Pull up to a gas yeah. station with a mask on? That's not normal. And to right. some people, you know, we might need we actually might need therapy after this. You play um that game, the shooting game, the division. Division. Yep. Don't we look like them? Yep, Everybody in the streets with a mask on It's crazy mm-hmm. And normally when somebody walks into a store with a mask on They want to rob the place So this is what I mean about right. Our minds are being messed with at this time Like we have to normalize What is not normal It isn't normal mm-hmm. yeah. So when you set that's off That's what the- Ben was so mad at on um, That's why Ben, Wendy brother on Ozark was so mad This just ain't normal <laughs> <laughs> So what when you, you set off the sirens for a purge, not only do some of us think that, man, what's going to happen? The zombie apocalypse? Man, what are they doing? Are they drugging us? Right. Man, what's going to happen? We are gotta, we going to start shooting niggas? Right. So when you set off the purge, you've already you've already triggered some things that people already think. Because right. we didn't even talk about how this coronavirus is affecting the African-American communities hard because most of the communities are poor. Mm-hmm. So they can't fight it off. They can't get the help. They don't know where to get the testing at. They just dying. Right. In Chicago, I think they see blacks make up 30%, but they got the highest death rate. The coronavirus mm-hmm. is attacking everybody, but it's sparing those that, that has the resources to be spared. But if you're poor, homeless... Ain't got nowhere to forget go. About it. You can forget about it. And that's basically what happened. What's happening. So in Louisiana, they decided to set off the purge siren. And where'd they get it from? They had it the whole time? You mean to tell me they just had it ready to go? Or did somebody just insert that now? And then when it got I back. That shit ready to go. And then when it got, oh, you think it was, it, was, it was ready to go? You think somebody just slipped that in there like, yo, let's do this and let's do that. No, they had that shit ready to go. And they picked the fine time. <laughs> and they picked the fine time to right. use it. Because movies, right. movies give you ideas, or movies are ideas that people 
or or movies or or like hidden messages to let you know, right? Because this shit that's really yeah, going like on. yo, this is really happening. You think this is a movie? You think this is mm-hmm. fake, fam? They're really going to set up a this purge. Is real. <laughs> it's, yeah. So I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Louisiana, fuck is you doing? Fuck is you doing? You think you had the purge? I'd have ran right the fuck in the house, boy. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You seen the purge. You can be in your house all you want. When they want you, they get in the crib. I'm still going in the house. I ain't gonna stay the fuck outside. <laughs> Taking my ass home. <laughs> That's funny as hell. I don't know what the fuck they was thinking with that. I'm gonna speak to the director, you know, person whose idea that was. They knew what they were doing. You know, you know what they probably did. Actually, they probably just um, turned on they they speaker and pulled up the, the the horn on YouTube or some shit and played it on their speaker. Probably they just was like, "Yo, find a speaker real quick." Oh man, we got the purge, and one of the and one of the police officers thought it'd be funny, but at the same time, right. got to be professional. This is this is your job, man. You how you putting fear in people's hearts? You're supposed to be protecting them. Like people knew, like, oh was, shit, that's the purge was, horn. They was doing that long before the goddamn purge. <laughs> I know, but their job is to protect the people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And at the same time, I think we all can tell what time it is, fam. We all know when 8 o'clock is here. You understand right. what I'm saying? Like, we are adults. Like, we know when it's 8 o'clock. Niggas ain't listening, though. Somebody got arrested in Trenton. A couple of people got arrested in Trenton uh, yesterday or the day before for being outside past 8, and they were with, a like, a large number of people, and they was outside drinking. That's so. fine. Get them. But don't use the purge horn. That's all. I don't right. care yeah. if you're breaking if you're breaking the law, if you're stopping our safety. Because like I said, uh, they call this a hot zone, like New Jersey, and there's so many cases now in Mercer County. Like I think Mercer County is like the hot the hot spot right now, which is what we live. Well, me, I don't know if you in Mercer County. No, but, I'm in Burlington County. Right. So Mercer but still ain't much different. Mercer shit. County is hot right now, and people they right. just. But once again. There's so many black people who don't have nowhere to go. And normally, on a normal day, you can just get up, take a shower, and go outside all day, come home, or come to somebody else's house and sleep. But when you got to sit on somebody's couch all day and do nothing, I can understand how that can drive you crazy, fam. I can't. If you don't have your own place, and all you have is a couch... Yeah. That's definitely... That can definitely be... uh, Fucking nerve-wracking yeah. and annoying. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. So, this was our first episode doing it via the phone. I think it turned out pretty good. Yeah, it turned out better than I thought it did. I was a little turned off by the thought at first, but I still wanted to record, you know. So, you got to do what you got to do. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Like, this ain't, this definitely ain't ideal. Like, I ain't go out and buy these mics so I can not use them. But I don't, right. I think we all need to understand the type of time that we're in, man. Like, people are really dying and people are really being affected, man. Grandmothers and grandfathers aren't able to see their grandkids because if they come in contact with them, they could catch it and not survive. Shit can get real. Right. Like, so yeah. podcasting really ain't really that important, but I love podcasting and, you know, it is what it is, man. As long as we can do it, we're going to do it. Agreed. But I'm about to get a body here, man. Watch some Sopranos or something. It's going down. I'm out here, man, chilling. Um, Sunday, happy Easter to all those out there. You know, spend some time with your with your fam if you can. 
if you choose not to, like me, then enjoy your time with yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, man. And that's what it is. Podcast Brothers episode 179, correct though? I believe so. All right, episode 179, man. Holla at your boys. All right. All right.